Okay. The debate is whether or not you choose your market first or your strategy first. In yeah. my opinion, you choose your market first. Don't act all fucking... What are you doing? This is just normal how no, I talk. No, it ain't. You were, 100% this, no, this it's is. not. Okay, go. I, I, I personally would choose my market first. Why? Because <clears throat> I like fundamentals of, of certain markets for, for different reasons. Like, let's say Washington, D.C. 10 years ago. I think Amazon announced that they were making that their headquarters. If I would have seen that and I was investing in the U.S., I'd have been like, okay, I'm going to freaking invest in Washington, D.C. So I'm going to choose the market first based on the fundamental drivers. Then I'm going to go to that market, and then I'm going to see what opportunities are available. And then I'm going to adapt a strategy to that market. So I want to choose the market first. Now, that, that's not the only way. Like, I don't know. Would you choose? I agree. Okay, so, so this is where I'm being devil's advocate here. I agree okay. with you, but okay. what happens if somebody was like, okay, well, I want to choose this specific market because I don't want to fucking invest long-term and that's totally fine. We, we recommend investing long-term and we recommend holding real estate forever to build wealth and all that shit. But what if somebody was like, hey, I want to fucking do burrs and I want to do flips and all that shit. It may not work there. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. why I think like, so, you know, yesterday we're talking about like the burr strategy. Let's use that as a prime example because we were just talking about it. What happens if the guy's got a fucking construction crew and that's all he wants to do? Yep. It's a no, viable true, option. True, true, I think true. your method works predominantly for markets where people want to go buy and hold uh, long-term build wealth. That's what I think is, is the best option. To, that's well, why you, I think you know, you, if you if you choose the right market at an early enough phase, you can do burrs, right? Like you can, I, you're, yeah. you're picking the market that's about to bud. It's about to explode. It just hasn't exploded yet. Or the rest of the world doesn't know about this yet in general. Only, you know, you're, you're early to it. I think there's a lot of barriers for people that if they... Um, if they pick the market first versus picking the strategy, I think they have to. I, I think they have to be open to multiple strategies. But I think you have to be, you know, willing to like like you you for example. What happens if somebody like let, let, let me paint you this picture? You just brought up Toronto. Toronto is not an option for young people that don't have a lot of money. Okay, it's too expensive yeah. to get in. Not just Toronto, the GTA. Yeah, whatever. The whole right? GTA. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So what what happens if that guy has doesn't have enough money? Or, or what happens if he actually wants to buy and hold, but he he'll he'll never do it anywhere else. He's he's too he's got the fucking deer and headlight thing. He he's not comfortable. Uh, he's not comfortable investing outside of Toronto because it's his own backyard, the GTA or whatever. What ha- what happens if he just you know if he's told he can't do it, and then down the road he just never does it. I think I think I think choosing the market. I, I do agree with you. Like I absolutely do Doesn't agree. Sound with, like it? No, no. I, listen, I, I do. I do actually agree with you that picking the market is probably the best and easiest path to make sure you find success in real estate investing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or in your real estate business. I don't like the word real estate investing. So, or the term. So, but but what I think a lot of people. I think newbies. I think newbies should pick the strategy that they're the most comfortable with. And, and then go and find then, a market that And then that find suits. the market that suits that strategy. Okay, so if you're if you're in Toronto and you you watch all these YouTube videos, whatever, and you say, hey, the burr seems like a really good strategy. I'm going to go find a market that I can do I do burr. not think that you should rely on YouTube to <laughs> fucking figure out what the best strategy is, okay? Because some fucking jack off on YouTube is not going to be able to tell you what you're good at. That's the problem. 
True. Okay. That's if true. you're very good at construction, a burr might work for you in the GTA because you don't have to fucking hire a crew. You yeah, could do yeah, it. Yeah. So you're going to make back the money that you would have to pay a GC. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The burr might be a strategy for you or a flip might be the strategy for you depending on your skill set. True. Right? Well, and maybe the yeah. fucking 22-year-old does have fucking money. I don't know. Some, A lot of them do. Right? Yeah, maybe them. they, maybe Buddy does. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's why I think picking the strategy is, is, is I think I think it's, it goes both ways. You, you I think could. you can Here, accomplish it. Here's why I think like me, I'm picking the market. I'm not picking the strategy. Same. Yeah. But we're we're different levels here. Like we're not talking about like, you know, Johnny Newbie. Newbie. But like, I think the, the, they're both viable. You can do both. I think picking the market is better because if you don't understand your market and you don't really know what the hell you're doing or why you're doing it. Like, let's say I go do a burr in, in some dead city. Like let's say Calgary, Alberta, for instance, or whatever. The, the, there's more supply than there is demand there. Well, I don't so, think I don't think picking a strategy and not understanding the market is but even, I think even an option. That's why I think this is this is why I want to talk about it more. That's why I think picking the market first is more important than the strategy. The market, yeah. Like because if you you're not just picking a market, you're diving into the fundamentals of it. You're diving into what's actually going on here. What's the trajectory? What's happening here? Okay, am I early? Am I in the middle of the game? Or am I late? Like what what's what's driving this market? Why am I investing here? Like I said, you can go buy a stock that pays you a 5% dividend, but the stock price won't move for 20 years. And yeah, you're getting your 5% dividend check, but you're missing out on the appreciation. You're missing out on the other side. Okay, of so it. let me, I'll play devil's advocate on here. Okay, so I did the exact same fucking thing in Windsor when it was in the shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were, the burrs worked. 100%. In, 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 the, in the shittiest market, yeah. it still yeah, worked. So let me touch on that. That's what okay? I'm trying to say. But for a decade, yeah. your prices didn't move. 100%. So now, I don't know if you, like, you foresaw some gains in Windsor's market. You, you said, hey, it can't get any worse. 100%, yeah. and you were right. But we didn't anticipate what's happening no, now necessarily. No, right? of course, yeah. Now, what if? All I knew is years, eventually, right. I'm paying, like, like, like listen, this was, my, this was my mentality. At the fucking very least, if shit doesn't, doesn't increase at all. At the fucking very least, I'm getting cash flow. I built in some equity. I force appreciation and I'm also paying down debt. Done. 100%. Like at the very worst. Yeah. And it got me so much experience yeah. investing. Ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> I like, it got me I so, it. <laughs> got me so much uh, experience, like business experience with regards to real estate mm-hmm. that I, I now now because I did it in the shittiest possible market in the shittiest town at the time. Um, not, now I feel comfortable to go wherever. Certainly not knocking that you. Yeah, you outperformed probably almost everybody uh, in that time period. You like, hear that, Grant Cardone? End of end of story. You hear that? But here's my point. What if during that time? What if there was um, a different a different market where you could have where it was just about to explode? Right? Because like everywhere. Um, East of Windsor has already exploded over the past decade. So what if during that time, instead of having a dead market, you were investing in these other areas like Kitchener-Waterloo that were just just budding and just starting to explode because of tech and all these other market drivers that Windsor, Windsor had no market drivers. So in a way you were early. Now it paid off a hundred percent, but like, what if, what if Windsor never came back? Right. What if you're in Calgary right now? What if Calgary never comes back because the government just keeps taxing oil? I agree. So, so, I, I have I have a lot of mixed thoughts about that. So I talk to Marco all the time, obviously, like big fucking real estate guy. Yeah, yeah. He always brings up the fact that if he would have done what he did in the GTA, he would have been worth fucking two hundred fifty million dollars if he would have started mm-hmm. up there. And I agree, and I agree with that to some extent. But for me, 
I wouldn't have been able to scale. I wouldn't have been able to figure out, maybe I could have because the appreciation would have allowed me to scale faster. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so it, it's, hard, it's hard to say, number one. But I did, I did gain a lot of experience owning a lot of doors early on yeah. in preparation for what's happening True. right now. And another so thing that, too. It, it kind of awarded me, you know, I, I gained yeah. a lot of experience yeah, doing it that way. It's definitely not, not, like you, you killed it, man. <clears throat> it's definitely not knocking what you did. Also, here's another thing. You're local, so yeah. it's easy, like you're, Again, for the average investor, especially for a newbie, if yeah. you can invest in your own city yeah. and, it, and the fundamentals are good or if, or if you have the home team advantage there, like you have contractors or you can do the work yourself, you should be doing it in your own city. For sure. You should this is at, more, least, at least start there. Yeah. We, we yeah, always if advocate. You can, yeah, you should if, start if you can. Yeah. yeah, because that's where you're going to get the experience. So, so, so this is literally the question, okay? This is this is literally the question. All right. So in Windsor, what can you buy right now for like for uh, in comparison to the GTA? Are you buying double the amount in Windsor? Like, is, is that what? It, okay, yeah. so is it worth owning one in the GTA, or is it worth owning two in Windsor? Well, now let, let's, let's break that down. But now it's too late, though. That's okay. My point. Fair you enough. You would have had to be in the GTA ten years ago, like in Hamilton or something, right when it was about to. I'm explode. talking about right now compared to Windsor to the GTA. What what are the what's the ratio? Are you buying it's about two fifty percent? Fifty percent. So you're getting one more. So what's a better scenario? So does it make more sense for the first time buyer, investor, whatever, to wait a little bit longer to accumulate enough capital to buy one in his own backyard, gain the experience so he can be very hands-on. I always I always recommend people before they start fucking venturing out, if you can do it in your own backyard, it's the best option. Mm-hmm. Now, like what you're saying is there's nothing wrong with someone that's super hungry to want to go ahead and do it in... Or you might not have the choice. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Or There's nothing wrong with somebody like literally leaving their own backyard and 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 actually, you know putting people in place in order to do it the right way and manage it the right way and, and you know, competent managers or whatever. There are out yeah, there, uh, FYI, Coach with Capital. Um, <laughs> there are things out there that you can put in place to be able to do this. Yeah, That's not what I'm saying. You, it's as an agent down here, yeah. you know, you're very knowledgeable about the market down here. So there's a lot of things, you know, me, I'm buying shit in Miami. Like it's- you, Yeah, it's 2021. Yeah. You can invest anywhere. Yeah, you can invest anywhere. You can invest now, anywhere. now I, would I be comfortable on my first one doing that without having a yeah, team in place? Yeah, yeah. Maybe not, mm-hmm. you know, as of, but, but I was in a different market. Right, I, it, it wasn't it wasn't a market where I couldn't get anything. Right now, you can fu- you tell me it's all you can't even get anything right now. It's a war zone. Yeah, like you zone. can't even get anything. Like I actually did a search for um, the areas that I'm I'm buying in in uh, in Miami right there. There's literally nothing. Like literally two months ago when I started this deal, there was like multiple. 50 plus unit buildings out mm. there there's literally fucking not one yeah like literally not fucking one right now mm. I, it's it blows my mind yeah. i can't even I, I can't even believe it so let's talk about that so you you know you're looking at 50 it's 50 something condo units right well, hold on listen <laughs> Let, let's talk let's talk about more um well, different, gonna- let's talk about different strategies right now so so we just touched on the burr okay yeah, yeah. we just touched on burr how it's not necessarily going to make a lot of sense um if you're in a GTA, or, is that what we were talking about? Well, we're talking about like what comes first, selecting your market yeah. or, yeah, or yeah, selecting okay, your yeah. strategy. Hold on. We're going to cut yeah. this right now. So, okay. We went on a rant there, number one. Um, <laughs> was it, was it, oh, the, our, the next step is selecting the market. 
That's my debate. My okay. My I, suggestion I, I, listen, I yeah. I like your suggestion is the proper one. Okay, but in practicality, the problem that I have with that is sometimes it may not work, and it may not, it, it may it may put people in a very uncomfortable scenario that might cause them to shy away from making moves. That's the problem that I have with it. It's a very audacious move, buying shit outside of your own market. And a lot of people are very uncomfortable with it. That's why I'm saying if it, if it makes you not, you know, afford the, op, or uh, if, it, if it doesn't allow you to get into the, the real estate market or whatever, then you should do whatever makes you comfortable you, getting in. For, for sure. Again, if you can invest in your own backyard, do it. But um, I don't know, 80% of the calls I'm getting are from Vancouver and Toronto and GTA buyers because they can't buy there. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. No I get choice. it. I get it. But yes, yeah, so if you're listening right now and you're in some sub market, you should be starting out in your own market and then you pick a strategy that works for your market mm-hmm. and then go start start there, right? Yeah. Um, for the other people, I would see. I don't know. I guess I personally would pick my strategy or pick my market first, right? Yeah. Like, and, and listen, I like I just said, I agree yeah. with you. I, I actually do agree with you that fundamentally that is the best move. But like I said, that may like that that, that, that might deter someone from from actually doing something. So that's why I'm saying, like, if it's going to deter you from actually making a move, then save enough capital to do something in your yeah. own backyard if you can't well, afford it right this. now. Pick, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Pick your market and <clears throat> and your own market automatically basically trumps any other market because of your like the home field advantage it's, yeah. it's your home backyard now now what i'm saying like what i do agree with you is if you can't do it in your own backyard or if, yeah. if you're comfortable starting or doing whatever outside of your own backyard fucking right you should go wherever wherever the the fundamentals uh you know dictate is the best market exactly a hundred percent i totally agree mm-hmm. I, I i for sure agree um yeah and as as we're looking at the U.S., right? Yeah. You start kind of broad, right? What are the yeah. fundamentals of the U.S. market? And I'm sitting here like, okay, frick, they have amazing um, beach, like, you know, oceanfront oh, yeah. property all yeah. along the coast. They have great weather down south. And then I, you know, I zoom out a little bit further and I say, okay, well, there's a shortage of housing in the U.S., right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking a broad scope. And then I'm saying, okay, and then I zoom in. What are the trends in the, in the, in the U.S.? Okay, we talked about people leaving New York and going to Florida. Mm-hmm. We talked about le- people leaving California, going to Texas and yeah. Arizona. So then I'm going to zoom in a little bit further. I'm going to get a little bit more narrow, a little bit more narrow. And then I'm going to identify those particular – like the U.S. is big, man. It's 10 mm-hmm. times can- the Canadian market in yeah. terms of population. So you have to be a little bit more careful, I think. Yeah, There's only sure. so many cities in Canada. It, it is it's, a more volatile market It's down hard there. to get burned yeah. in Canada because there's only like 20 yeah. or 30 cities, like yeah. legit. In the U.S., there's like – yeah, five hundred major, cities. but it's really easy to pinpoint the ones that really work. Agree, that's it's the not, pro- it's they, not they, that hard. Yeah, they also have like much more like robust analytics over there to deter, yeah. to depict like which cities are doing what. Like uh, it's, yeah. it's way it's way easier. It's actually way easier to predict things or and what's happening in the U.S. than it is in Canada. Yeah, it's not that yeah. hard. Even oh man, I tell people all the time, it's not that hard to see what's going on in the stock market. People, we overcomplicate things. Yeah. Occam's razor, right? Yeah. Fuck. Look at Netflix ten years ago. You could see that they're about to. T- everybody has Netflix. You yeah. could see Tesla. You could see Amazon. You can see these companies. You said that most people, they don't trust their own gut to see what's going on. We talk about the most basic of all. 
weather and beachfront. Yeah. Like how much more do you need? Okay. There's a good starting point and then zoom into the fundamentals. Okay. What's going on in North Miami? What's going on in Austin, Texas? What's going on in this city? What's, what's a market that's a little bit below the median price there that has that weather and those fundamentals Mm -hmm. who has a a shortage of housing, which cities, this is not that hard. No, like we could probably figure out some good cities within a week or two of just a little bit of research. A week or two. Yeah. Like, fuck, we probably do in 20 minutes. The same amount of time that it takes you to buy a single family home or a duplex we could probably identify a hot market and then go dig deep. I could, I could, I could identify a market that I want to buy property in, in the U S faster than I can identify something that I want to buy in fucking Windsor. Yeah. Because it's, like, I'm not even yeah, joking. Like for, for sure. I don't, cause I don't have to get off of from my desk. It's yeah. easy to find the info. Yeah. You know, it actually is easier to find the analytics for something that I want to yeah. buy in the and U.S. It's, it's fundamentally driven, right? Yeah. Like it's based on statistics. It's based on population. It's based on yeah. population growth and these other things, which is not that hard. The data is right there. For U.S. Sure. has way more data. Than it does, Canada. like way Try more. Try to find this stuff in Canada. Like way more. Like in Canada, you're kind of relying on the government to produce mm-hmm. the data. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. They're no, fucking sure. way too slow. They're shit. Yeah, you're, you're you know, Who the fuck knows where it's coming from? <laughs> and... And, uh, you know, you know that, that's why I like the, the U.S. for that matter, too. Um, so, okay, so, so I would agree with you. Okay, fine, fuck, I submit. <laughs> I, 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 I agree the right move is picking your market first, but you still, like, again, I, I still go back to the fact that if, you're, if, if you can do it in your own market, you should do it, number one. And number two, if it's going to prevent you from making moves, you should figure out a way how to do it in your own backyard to get started, or you need to get the fuck over the fear that's preventing you from going outside your market, going into these new markets. Uh, that's yeah, really yeah. what the the right answer and it's is. It's twenty twenty one, like we said, it's For not sure. that hard to do it. Yeah, I always I always say this to people: is what would happen if a lot of people are like, "Hey Dan, like you know, I want to meet and 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 we got to you know do this and we got to do that." So like, we should set up a meeting. And I'm like, okay, listen, what if you were in like China? And we had like a deal going on. You're, you're not going to like fly here, right? Like what if you're in like Australia? It takes like fucking two days to get here or whatever. You're not going to fly here. It's 2021. It's 2020, whatever. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make a fucking phone call. We could put this together on the fucking phone. Like yeah, what are you zoom, doing? Do so want, yeah, dude. we could, we could figure it out. Right. You know, I, I, even the property that I have in the U S like I'm not there all the time. You just have, you put competent people in charge and, and, and things just, work yeah yeah it just works yeah. that's what you're paying for you're paying for things to work yeah, when it doesn't management. yeah when yeah. it stops working you then then you and have to pivot the then you fix the problem exactly so so i agree with you i think that um yeah I so think, like yeah i mean why, why did you select north miami right like why did you north why, miami beach yeah well why though like okay, there so, you looked at the market mm-hmm. I, I think you looked at the market first well or did you identify the building first or um what? What did I do? I'm like pretty, if that building was in North Dakota, I don't think you'd be interested in it. Not as interested. So, so, so the fundam, fundamentals. Um, the I fundam- haven't heard you talk about any North Dakota buildings. No, I know because there fucking aren't any. Um, the fundamentals of that location and also that building are just very strong. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's uh, it's like literally like five minutes. It's like a stone's throw away from like the great, the nicest beaches in the world. Really think about that. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it, uh, it's in the, it's in the, the neighborhood of like multi-million dollar homes, which is like amazing. Like I, I like to see that it kind of, it gives me a sense of, um, reassurance that, uh, 
that pocket of real estate is is is, is insulated. Okay. Always. Um, yeah, for sure. So so you know when you're buying property that's like you know 131 a door, and I can throw a rock and hit like a 1.5 million dollar house on the water. Yeah. Like that's a fucking. And, and think about think about this. People are paying a premium for property next to or close to the De- Detroit River. Yeah. Let alone the uh, Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. hundred like, percent. Yeah, exactly. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. So, so there's all kinds of talk about, I, I, it's not talk anymore, but like hedge funds are buying up property in the vicinity uh, to set up their headquarters. Uh, like Bitcoin miners are going there. Um, and, the, and the reason why they're going there is because there's like, there's like a migration of uh, a lot of people from blue states going to red states and going to states where the weather's, weather's better uh, because you don't have to work, you don't have to work in the office anymore. So they they want more land, they want more space, they want cheaper pricing, pricing. So no state taxes. cheaper values. Yeah, exactly. Like, There's no tax there. There's no state tax. They're open right now. <clears throat> yeah, they're open. The they're not right? shut down. Yeah. So um, you you have strong uh you you have strong economic factors in that state. Um, the fucking there's limited water. Okay, in the world. So yeah. So yeah. so let me paint a picture here. So it goes South Beach, then it goes Miami Beach, then it goes North Beach. And Miami Beach right now is like fucking exploding right now. North Beach, like I literally did this deal before there was like a ton of attention on North Beach. The attention was on Miami Beach. And I was like, fuck, obviously if Miami Beach is exploding, South Beach already exploded like years ago. What do you think is going to happen to North Beach? And how far is uh, that? I don't know, 10 minutes? Like not even. And it's the same fucking shit. It's like, it's not like you go from like shit beach or like great beach to like shit beach. It's all the same beach. So I don't know. And not only that, like what I really love is when you could walk, you don't need a car. Mm -hmm. So you don't need a car. You live in this building. Okay. I love that. Number one. Um, That's a big thing for me. So all, all these fundamentals, it's, it's, it's working class area which I, I really like because I feel even though it's in an area where it doesn't really necessarily, I, I, I don't see it being working class that much longer. So when they say working class in the US, they mean kind of like blue collar, blue collar, uh, a little bit, um, not rough, but like not it's like, not, it's not white collar. It's, it's not, it's not white collar. It's not a class yeah. property. I don't like a class pl- property. Because when shit gets tough in the economy, people leave A class, go to B, but people tend to not go from B to C. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. so people people won't go that far. So B st- B has the strongest. Uh, it's 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 predominantly the strongest and most stable type of asset class. Mm-hmm. Um, so the building's a B class, maybe even a B plus. Um, it's in a great neighborhood. Uh, the, 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 the forecast for the rents is increasing. Um, so yeah, so you wouldn't take this building and put it in a, a city in a state like New York where people are, le- you know, the state yeah. the fundamentals are people are leaving this city in New York and are going to Florida. And that's the trend. You're not going to, you're not going to, I'm not going to be interested in that building. If those are the fundamentals of that city, I'm going to say, no, I need that building in a different city. For sure. So let's talk, let's talk about the actual things that you and I look for when we're trying to scout property. Now, it's not like you're not going to hit all of these, okay? This is not something that you're going to hit all of, okay? So I look for a decreasing vacancy rate in the area, okay, in the submarket. I look for an increasing population rate, okay, or forecasted population rate or historical increasing population. I look for uh, specific demographics where the median household income is on mark or higher than the typical 
like U.S. or whatever area uh, or whatever country's median household income is. So say, for example, the U.S. is at like, say, 70,000. I'm choosing submarkets where the median household income is 70 or above. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm also choosing like, if the if the if the average population uh, increases X amount, I, I I actually just really care if the population is increasing. I don't care what the other population areas or or whatever other submarkets are doing. I want to know that I'm investing in an area where the population is growing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I also want to know that the vacancy rate's coming down. Okay, for that number one asset class and also that submarket. Okay, a um, couple other things I want to see the the median household um, home price is lower than the median ho- uh, home home value in the entire United States. Because mm-hmm. what I like about that is that means that that sub-market or market has room to still increase. Yeah. And it's if, a margin of safety as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you can find that, especially where areas we're talking about, fucking five minutes from a beach, it's in Miami, you know, all of the, like, the-, the, the People leaving New York. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like that alone- if you can get on a bike or or like and be to a, on a beach in twenty minutes, so it's a twenty minute bike ride or five five minute car ride, that's huge, man. That is like literally Massive. huge. Where there's shops, like all kinds of shit, that's huge. That's all almost I even need to know, right? If you so, were if you were living in New York right now and, and it was uh, the middle of March, and your job is now work from home, what what's the first thing you think you would start to think about? Fucking getting out of there. Yeah. I would be thinking, like, in my mind, I'd be like, I should go to Florida. I can yeah. do this job. Can't even Florida. do anything there. Like, why would I stay? It doesn't make any sense. For sure. People are overcomplicating real estate. For sure. This is not complicated. No, for sure. It's and where then, people want to live. It's simple as that. Yeah. It's You're, where you would want to live. Exactly. That's where I would want to live. That's where I want a vacation. Yeah. So fucking buy real estate there. So, um, so those are kind of like the drivers that I look for. I also look for something very interesting here too. I like to look for the 12-month absorption rate being higher than the 12-month, um, uh, I can't remember like, exactly what the uh, what the term is. What's the term here? The 12-month, um, uh, like onboarding, not onboarding, but uh, the 12-month like supply. new supply yeah. rate. I can't remember exactly what that's called. Or yeah, something. so, so I, I like to make sure that the 12-month absorption rate, which is like in 12 months in that sub-market, X amount of units have been absorbed and or essentially yeah. rented. And then new okay. Mar- units have been new units coming on board, right? Lower, on, yeah. Onto market is lower than the absorption rate, whether that be new construction and or, you know, just um new 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 product coming onto market, whether it's a renovation or whatever, right? Yeah. So, so is it, is I this, like to look at that is stuff. Is this complicated? Growing population, no low vacancy, more demand than supply, uh long long term some subjective fundamentals are, yeah. of what's going on in, in the market in, in general. Yeah. And we could apply to that, you know, for the U.S. specifically, mm-hmm. also a broader scale of like yeah. the new immigration policy coming in the U.S. and then possibly raising the minimum wage to $15. Yeah. When huge. the minimum wage in Florida is like, I don't know, seven or eight, is it yeah, one of those states it? where it's like seven or eight bucks an let's hour or something? The, uh, let's see what the minimum, minimum wage is in Florida. Minimum wage in minimum wage in Florida is um, effective January first, twenty twenty one. Florida's minimum wage will increase from eight fifty six per hour to eight sixty five per hour. Could you now, imagine? Yeah, if they if they increase it to fifteen, which w- which imagine? is what they're trying to say. That's yeah, the federal. Yeah, 
what if, if they do that, real estate values are going to fucking nice skyrocket. Story. So another market that I look for as well, and this, this I feel, this is what I, you know, I'm going to bet on this because I don't, I'm going to bet on this. Good, good. I want to also see um, markets where, this is where this is why it doesn't matter all that much. We have an aging population. Okay, the baby boomers are getting older. You know, it's significantly aging. I like senior community properties. Okay, gotcha. That's gotcha. what I really like. That so I own a lot of senior community property, and the fucking tenant base there is outrageously stable. Yeah, yeah like outrageous. Sure. You don't get market rent. Number one for 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 a couple of reasons. Number one, they typically stay there for a long fucking time. Like it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's harsh for me to say, but they literally don't leave until they die, mm-hmm. or they have to go into a home or assisted living or something like that. So and they don't cause shit. There's no fucking problems. Like nothing crazy. They don't have fucking parties all over the place or trash in the fucking place. They respect the place. They 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 take pride. There's like a sense of pride of uh you know pride of ownership. Not necessarily pride of ownership, but pride of like. You know, help. living, yeah, you know. Um, I'll give you an example. So Canton, Canton Manor there that I own. I've never, ever in my life, never. Now, I've, I've, I haven't frequented like very high-end A-class properties because for reasons that I previously discussed, I'm not really like all that interested in them. I've never been into like a B-class property ever. I've never toured one. I've never owned one where people literally had planterns outside of their, like I'm talking about like, you know how people put at like a nice house, there's fucking planterns at the side of their door, the front door. These people had fucking planterns outside of their door. Not just like one, there was like multiple units with shit like that. They had, they had a, a community on each floor, a community reading area where people would, would, would like, uh, uh, donate, yeah, they would donate yeah. books and reading material. Are you fucking kidding me? Name me a property where that shit wouldn't be stolen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that that's what I'm saying. As soon as I walked into that property, I was like, this is something special, mm-hmm. and people wouldn't realize that because mm-hmm. I've toured enough properties to know that that fucking property, it, that's special. You don't see that shit, and that is why I like that property too. So I love community, senior living, um, even if the market fundamentals don't exist as much as other areas because yeah, yeah. the senior community yeah, let me, is increasing in population sure. dramatically. That, you can invest <clears throat> in real estate anywhere yeah, and you can adopt a different strategy. That senior community um, plan yeah. or whatever investment strategy is a different yeah. type of strategy, mm-hmm. but you, you you're going to get a st- stable product, but you're probably going to forego some, it's not going to appreciate sure. like North yep. Miami, right? So yep. there's going to be a trade off for sure. And that's fine. There is no one way to do real estate, yeah. but if you, it's just like me buying a dividend stock. I know TD Bank's not going to freaking triple in the next yeah. three years. I think Amazon will. It's a different yeah. bet. For sure. And yeah. then I'm going to build a portfolio of a bunch of different properties. For sure. I'm going to buy some fast and, and, and that's, stuff. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to, uh, we were, we're talking about like picking markets based off of like these literal, like these metrics, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring in something else for people to understand why I would actually veer off from those from those fundamentals. If I could build a property of only senior communities, I would. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much I like it. Yeah, I got you. Like I really would. Like they're awesome. But yeah, and what if you did that in uh, where do most seniors go to retire? Of course, yeah. But the fucking I'm going to tell you the problem is the problem is is like the, they those properties actually do go for a premium. For sure, for sure. Which is kind of like against. 
They go for super low cap rate. You got to understand, like the same thing like a blue chip stock. Well, right? What like, if you identified the next market where these seniors are going because they're getting priced out of Florida and maybe they're going to South Carolina or maybe they're going for to- For sure. Like, you know, of course, yeah. so then you hit the senior community in the market that's about to burgeon. For, for now, sure. I don't think that's that hard to do if you dive in and do a little no, more research. It, it, right? if, like, if, you actually, if you actually apply these metrics to those same markets, it would work. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, is like if you're looking for real estate and something pops up on the yeah. market a deal's and, it's a good, a deal. and it's a good deal, for sure. you got to fucking do it. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And because the, the, there's a population of aging, you know, baby boomers or whatever that it, it's rampant. They 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 like the kind of community. They don't want they don't want fucking Johnny over there having a house party at fucking two in the morning. They don't like that shit. Or it's Johnny fucking smoking yeah. weed all day. They want like they don't like their, that. Yeah, and the building you bought is fifty five plus, right? Yeah, so, yeah. it's fifty five. People plus, are yeah. going to be attracted to that for sure. Yeah, super yeah. stable. Oh fuck, it's a yeah. And gold you're building mine. a portfolio. You're not buying only one. No, property, exactly. Right? Like, I like that. Right, like taking sure. the, taking a little bit more of like the. Uh, um, uh, depreciation approach and the, and the the market rent, increasing market rent, all that stuff, getting into markets that are you know I'm anticipating are going to explode, yada yada, and also pairing it with the, the senior community. I say that I would only have senior community, but the fact of the matter is, there's actually not that many buildings that actually offer the in between. So a lot of times you either have like you know market buildings, you know market rent buildings, or you have like assisted living. It's it's not that common to see like a senior community where it's 55 or X amount plus like those. It's not like that common. Do you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah. So that's why I was like, if I could find them all the time, I would love that. But it's, it's hard to actually find those. And then because it actually takes a long time to convert, like these buildings were slowly weeding out people below 55, mm-hmm. right? You do have some scenarios where there's like, there's, there's bylaws where specific buildings actually were built for that specific reason. But a lot of people don't build those buildings because you typically don't get market rent. And when you don't get market rent, the value of them doesn't increase, Mm -hmm. right? As high. So when you have a developer building these buildings and he wants to hold it for three years and then flip it, he's going to get more money building A-class market rent buildings. That's That's the reason. So a lot of people just, there's really not that much supply on these properties because nobody really wants to build them. It's too slow. For it's some too people. slow. It's Relatively. not enough. Yeah, it's not enough profit margin. But when they come up, I've what I've seen is they typically go for uh, lower cap rates because they're so fucking stable. Yeah, yeah. You get a you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, there's a trade-off. lower risk, lower reward. Exactly. So it's, what I did in Canton was I found a building that was of this type of you know demographic that like rarely had a rent increase. So there's room to increase rents to market. Uh, to, to 55 plus senior community market rents uh, to get them to market there. They're not even at market for the senior community right now. So that's what I liked about that building. 100%. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a sl- it's going to be a slow process, yeah. but what we're get- what's going to happen with that with that project is it's going to it's going to slowly increase in value and slowly increase in cash flow. Uh, based off the increasing rents and and based off the you know the increasing rents will increase the value eventually, but at the sale price that fucking building is going to explode yeah, in value. Yeah, and we're talking in generalizations, mm-hmm. right? If I say I don't like Calgary's market fundamental, I don't know that much about Calgary, but from what I know, I don't like them that much because I don't <clears> know a bunch of people. We lived it, right? People were leaving Windsor and going to Calgary yeah. during the oil boom. That shift has changed. 
So let's just say I don't like the Calgary's market. It doesn't mean there's no deals in Calgary. I would never buy anything. Yeah. You would just have to like be smarter. Okay. Well, maybe the agent community in Calgary is increasing and this particular building is a great deal. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. But like, um, in general, you're going to start with the market, but if you wanted to, to take a specific strategy, to a market, then you'd have to just, I don't know, you could take the senior community strategy and say, um, I guess start from that uh, building and then and then build out from there, right? Like yeah. It's like you identified that building first yeah. and then zoomed out, yeah. right? Uh, like well, the numbers I, I, were good. I, I like the market first. Like I, I am actually familiar with like, you know, we're obviously so close yeah, to Michigan. Yeah. I'm actually familiar with Canton. It's it's like a pocket of like really good real estate. Yeah, so, it's like so, B plus yeah, so the, the Yeah, so the, the so I, I bought I bought this fucking building for like, I don't even know what, uh, 59 or 60, 60 something like 59 or $60,000 a door when like literally it backs on the homes that are like $300,000 on average. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like the median home value there is significant. And also the median household income is fucking significant. So what do you think is going to happen when all these fucking baby boomers are like, ah, fuck it. I don't want a house anymore. Yeah. I just want to rent. I want to take the equity out of my house, travel, do whatever. Where do you think they're going to go? They're going to go there. Community, yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? And, and it's a nice fucking area. It's and, very nice. And, I think and you can walk to places. And this is 55, what I'm talking about. 55 below market rents. Like they were all below market rents. Oh, yeah, rents way, yeah, way below, yeah, well. for so sure, yeah. You Why? can do both. You can for uh, sure. identify a building first <clears throat> or you can identify the market first yeah. and then go find a building within the yeah. market. They yeah. both work. I, I, think they bo- I think they both work. I, I, think, I think that identifying... Um, what I have found is identifying the building first and then the submarket analytics around there typically is faster. Hmm. So I, I, I zero in on the property a little bit quicker. Um, that's not to say that that's the wrong approach. I do like looking at submarkets and understanding the submarket a little bit quicker too. But what I've, what I like to do too, is I, I do like to zero in on a property first. If, if the property meets like very quickly, very quick, if the property's, you know, got a decent vacancy rate, if the property's got a decent cap on it, if it's making money, um, if it's, I don't even know what else, if, if the unit price is like, you know, lower than like the, the national median average or the, the median, uh, home value or whatever, then, you know, I'll take a look at it and then I, and I, and I, you know, I draw my circle a little bit out from, or the radius, I, mm. you know, I, I like to take a look at the submarket. So, so it kind of, it kind of happens a little bit quicker versus like multiple times I've like zeroed in on submarkets and there's just nothing there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I like to kind of, that's why I like to sometimes look for a property. If it fits my criteria, it's over 50 doors, it's a hundred doors. Um, you know, the, the, yeah, like the unit value is, is lower than the median, uh, you know, national value, like, you know, it's easier to zoom in on these properties because now you've got like 20 properties that you can do a very quick analysis on. And then if that submarket doesn't work and there's other properties in that submarket, then you obviously, then you all of a sudden just, you know, um, you know, crossed off five properties. It's just, it's easier to zero in. That's how I did it with, I see. that's what I, that's how I did it with a few properties. Now I'm not saying that that's the right answer. That's what works for me. And that's quicker. Yeah. So if we had, if we had to sum this up, what's the answer? What's the answer? I think you have to look for like the right answer, like the literally the right, right answer on, on, on the next step. Let's get your, let's get your take on it. I'll give you my take and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. There is no one answer, I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to give you, I'll give everybody a couple metrics on what I feel is the best approach to take. So number one, I want to look for 
markets and submarkets that are increasing in population. Number two, I want to look for markets and submarkets that. Yeah, are, so we're, we're, we already talked about that. Let's debate. Well, what do you about, mean? What, what, what would you rather do? Pick the market first or the building? I would, no, I, strategy okay, so first. I would rather pick the market. Okay. The whole argument with you and I before was a newbie. We're not newbies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm very, I'm obviously fucking comfortable going outside my backyard. I've only been like, like Miami is like, I don't live there. You know what I mean? And I just, the fundamentals work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I, what I was saying is, is like, if, if it's going to prevent you from making a move, then you have to do whatever is going to allow you to make the move. And if, if there's too much like hesitation and anxiety or whatever about doing it outside your, ba- your, your backyard, then hold off until you have enough capital to fucking do it in your own backyard or get the fuck over your fear. You'll never get over. Here's the thing too, though. You'll never get over your fear. You just need to fucking harness until it and, and realize like you will never get over your fear, no matter if you invest in your own backyard or if you invest outside of it, mm-hmm. you'll never get over it. Just so you have to fucking realize that and, and then, and then figure out how to make the move. Just got to make moves. Yeah, that's it. And then the more times you make those moves, the more comfortable it'll get. Yeah. The fear will never go away. It's never gone away from me. I'm still, I'm still like fucking scared shitless every time I do anything like this because it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I just, I just realized that like, I, I just got, I've gotten comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then to sum up, I, I guess my point, um, which I think we're on the same page, we are. but yeah. I, I you think fucking convinced you, me. you can't, <laughs> you can select a building and freaking knock it out of the park in any market. Yeah. I am not ruling that out. There, I, I think there's a way where you can select the market that's about to explode mm-hmm. or is it in the early stages of an explosion and accelerate yeah. whatever. You can get gains anywhere in real estate, but if you pick the right market, you're going to get like double, triple the gains like in, in half the time. For sure. If you are right. Now, how do you, now, right. now what metrics do you need in order to predict that? So, there, so those were the we markets that we those, were talking yeah, about, right? We Not rocket science, but yeah. there's also a subjective uh, part of it. For sure. You have to be, the statistics are always lagging. Mm-hmm. They're always lagging. I'm going to see something before it shows up in the statistics a lot of times, right? Like with Tesla 10 years ago, I was like, this is the future. Like mm-hmm. I can see it. I can feel it. I know it. I, 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 go, I would go on a forum and see people talk. I love this freaking car. They're obsessed with it. And, and so if I'm, I made that bet 10 years ago, it took a long time to play out, but the mm-hmm. statistics didn't show up, right? They only sold 10,000 cars yeah. the first years. The first year. So you have to have a subjective skill set to be able and to trust in yourself right like Mm -hmm. and then let the fundamentals play out over a long time yeah nothing happens overnight so for sure um yeah i guess that kind of wraps i I would say from my perspective i would say if you're comfortable going outside your backyard and if you're a seasoned investor picking your market first is the best move if you're not a seasoned investor and you just can't get over the fact of you're too scared or there's too many things preventing you from going outside your backyard, then maybe it's best where you hold off, raise enough capital to do something in your backyard. Then, then once you become comfortable doing what, you know, doing what we want you, what you want to do in your own backyard, then it's okay to start Mm -hmm. getting outside of, uh, you know, your comfort zone and going outside of, you know, your, uh, your, your area there. And if you're going to pick your strategy first, then you have to, pick a market that suits your strategy. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Done.